0: Welcome to Blast the Airwaves with Blast Intermediate Unit 17. Here at Blast Intermediate Unit 17, we strive to transform lives and communities through educational services. On this podcast, we will provide you with educational solutions for all, no matter the learning environment. So teachers, administrators, caregivers, what are you waiting for? What would happen if we started questioning what if? What if we had a positive perspective on education? What if we flip the switch on education? What if we were the solution? Hello, listeners. We are excited to blast the airwaves with you today and provide educational solutions for all. My name is Rebecca Gibney, and I am the Curriculum and Online Learning Specialist here at BLAST Intermediate Unit 17. I'm thrilled to welcome you to this episode of Blastier Waves. Have you ever felt like you are part of a conversation, but you have absolutely no idea what they're talking about? I know I have. Great example when I studied abroad in Spain. Now, I know this is quite obvious because in Spain they speak a completely different language, but there were so many times when I lived there where I would be completely part of the conversation, but not really understand a thing they were saying. I just got really good at nodding my head and smiling, but I guess I didn't get that good because they always could tell I was completely lost. And then of course we would laugh about it and I would say, repite por favor. We all got some good laughs out of it, but I really truly wanted to understand what they were saying. I mean, that is why I was there in the first place to understand the language and eventually I did, just in case you were wondering, but it took a lot of coaching, a lot of facilitating and a lot, a lot of practice. Isn't this the same as when we are in our classrooms with our students, whether we are face to face or remote, we are coaches and we are facilitators so that we engage our practitioners, our students. Oftentimes what helped was when my coaches or my teachers scaffolded their teaching. They weren't just giving me direct instruction all of the time. They became facilitators of my learning by using questioning techniques. They guided my thinking without giving me the answer flat out. They used prompts and cues and and granted it, it did help that they didn't speak any English. But the prompts, you know, were more like statements my professors made to trigger my metacognition. Whether it be prompting a student to think about background knowledge, using a process or procedure, or encouraging some reflection, all of these methods prompt prompted myself and they prompt our students to come up with the answers without actually giving them the answer. In the classroom, we do this all the time. Class, remember when we watched the video last week? I believe this was a spelling word a couple of weeks ago, and so on. Those kinds of prompts, they don't change with the setting. Remember, prompts are part of your teacher toolbox. But in addition to prompts, teachers can use cues. We're infamous for cues. Well, at least I know I definitely use cues in my classroom. The walls in my classroom were plastered with word walls, posters, grammar graveyards, maps, so much, probably too much, but eventually it all served a purpose. They were visual cues for my students. If a student couldn't come up with the answer, I pointed and poof, the answer. Sometimes teachers use verbal clues or gestures. Teachers often like to talk with their hands and I find myself now being way more aware of talking with my hands since all of our trainings are recorded. Yet using gestures isn't a bad thing. It's a way to reach our students in another way. It's another cue. Another cue that could be used is the environment in which we're working. Your classroom is one thing, but what, what happens when you're teaching remotely? How can you use your environment? I know teachers who create office spaces at home. I know other teachers that use different virtual backgrounds in their virtual spaces to match their content. I have seen teachers go above and beyond and physically place themselves at a location to have class live from a certain monument or a certain museum. I have seen some pretty clever ways teachers have adapted to using their environmental cues and making it work. Rock on, you education rock stars. Keep doing those amazing things. It surely does not go unnoticed. Here's the thing though, eventually I didn't want to rely on those prompts and cues. And eventually I found a way to rely on myself. I took ownership of my own learning and I became independent, an independent learner. All because of one thing, practice. Practice doesn't make perfect. Remember, there is no such thing as perfection. I still don't speak Spanish perfectly, nor do I speak English perfectly. But practice helped me gain confidence. The confidence I needed to stand on my own two feet and stop relying on the prompts, the cues, the translator. What does practice look like in your classroom? Is it, okay kids, here's a worksheet with 10 questions. I want you to complete it for homework. The mass practice. Or is it here are a couple of questions that I want you to practice, but we'll continue to revisit this topic in the upcoming weeks. The space practice. We all know what is the best answer here, the space practice, but I'm also not going to act like the mass practice doesn't happen. I get it. It happens and that is okay. There are times and there's places for drill and kill. However, it is important to keep in mind that these students need a lot of practice if they're going to learn something and then be able to apply it. They will need a lot of practice over time, not just once and done. The importance of providing the feedback, the importance of making the practice deliberate, it all matters. Help your students practice with a goal in mind, Help your students by giving them meaningful feedback on their practice of where they are and help them discover where they need to go and probably how they need to get there. It all goes back to the why, the teacher clarity. Our students need to understand why they are doing it, why this matters. They need to understand the importance of setting a goal and reaching it. They need to experience success and feel what it's like when hard work pays off. They need to celebrate it. They need to celebrate those victories with you because we know that teachers, you, teachers, you play an important role in a student's life, not just today, but tomorrow and even 10 years from now. This is not an occupation that comes with instant gratification. I find myself saying that a lot lately. More than likely, you aren't going to hear a, thank you for this extra practice. You probably won't hear, thanks for that lecture either. I'm pretty sure you won't hear, thanks for that C on my paper, what do I need to improve? But one day, just one day, that student will laugh and remember those extra problems you made them practice, or the 30th time you made them do the verb conjugation chart, or the time you took them on that field trip through your phone, or that time you dressed up for them when you could have been wearing sweats in your living room, It is why we are intentional. It is why we plan. It is why nothing we do is ever easy. It goes back to what Doug Fisher once said in his webinar, teaching isn't easy because it all matters. We would like to thank you for blasting the airwaves with us today. If you like the show, please subscribe or leave a review. If you want to know more, check out www.iu17.org for further resources and show notes. As always, we want to thank you for what you do every single day. Remember, keep shining. We'll be back next episode to provide you another educational solution for all as we continue to transform lives and communities through educational services.